You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show. Hope you guys are all doing well, staying safe. A lot to get to like usual. BYU and ESPN putting out an announcement today about the selection of their games for this coming fall and why it shouldn't be that big of a concern or a surprise to BYU fans. We'll talk about that. We also begin our player countdown series today as we talked about yesterday. 99 all the way down to the number zero essentially at this point as we get you ready for BYU in Utah 99 days away they'll kick it off we hope in college football and of course we'll catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports like we usually do today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor Built Bar if you go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked on right now you'll save yourself $10 off your first order and additionally this week only on builtbar.com you get $5 off any box of bars so you can save yourself up to at least $50 if you're a first-time purchaser, go to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code Locked On and save yourself some money. Also brought to you today by our good friends over at Talacris Plasma Resources. We'll tell you about them here in just a little bit. With that rundown out of the way, let's get going here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for May 27th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, in my day job, and I love talking BYU sports with you guys each and every day right here on Locked On Cougars. Make sure, if you haven't done so already, to hit that follow button if you're listening to us on Spotify, the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening in from. Make sure you follow along so you never miss a daily episode of this show. It's a ton of fun. We aim to make you guys the smartest BYU fans in the room by giving you all the BYU sports news you need to know about as well as insider information about the Cougars that you will not find anywhere else right here on this daily podcast all focused on BYU. Kicking off today's show, uh, BYU put out an announcement yesterday along with their television partner ESPN that reads, quote, Together, BYU and ESPN have agreed to an extension beyond June 1st for determining the start time for the Cougars' September 12th, 2020 home game against Michigan State and the previously announced Friday night home games versus Utah State and Houston. These kickoff times and network designations will be announced at a later date as we all continue to prepare for the college football season. This is not all that surprising because ESPN, Fox Sports, CBS Sports, along with all of the conferences across college football, all put out similar statements yesterday. And just a little background on this is traditionally around June 1st, the beginning of June, the network designations of when teams are going to play games are usually set in stone. And that's, okay, set in stone is probably the wrong term, but they're written down, they're kind of planned out. So programs and networks can start planning on on travel and getting crews to those games becomes a big jigsaw puzzle that they have to work on so they give them a little bit of lead time at least a few months lead time to get ready for that the unsurprising part of this is due to the COVID-19 pandemic currently, it's not all that surprising to see them say, hey, we're going to slow play this a little bit and we will announce this later on. We're all hoping that 99 days away from today that BYU and Utah are kicking off the season up there at Rice Eccles Stadium here in Salt Lake City. 
Uh, obviously, there are going to be week zero games the previous Saturday to that. And we're hoping we're going to see those games. We're hoping that college football starts on time. But I also understand the cautious nature of everything that's going on. BYU announced last week they're going to open up their athletic facilities beginning Monday and this coming Monday, June 1st, and allow football and men's and women's basketball players to begin voluntary in-person workouts in small groups. Uh, The university also announced that other sports that have been approved to resume uh, voluntary workouts will also be uh, worked in throughout that month. But the biggest thing is, is I think we're all speaking generally, I think all of us are slow playing and wondering what ultimately is going to play out. A number of sports leagues are plotting their returns in uh, June or July, speaking of Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer. The NBA is kind of plotting for late July, early August for the resumption of their season. I think the good news is if everything continues to move forward as it looks like it has been, college football should be on the docket and it should be on time. And that means that these uh, decisions to slow play this and announce the network designations a little bit later than usual, not all that surprising. They're just making sure they have all their bases covered, speaking of the universities themselves, the athletic departments, as well as their television partners with ESPN, Fox, CBS Sports, etc. So... Not all that surprising to see both ESPN and BYU make a joint statement like this, in addition to all the other network partners and the conferences across the country. But the hope is that all things move forward in a positive direction, and we have college football kicking off in late August, early September as scheduled. That's the biggest thing. You want to make sure that is what ultimately comes to pass if you're a college football junkie like myself who wants to see the sport he loves back on the field as soon as possible. So it'll be an interesting thing to track as we move forward. We'll keep you guys updated on this with any other news that comes out uh, regarding college football and BYU athletics when it comes to college football this fall. But it looks like everything's trending in a positive direction, and that's the best news you could uh, hear, I think, at this point. Obviously, there's still concerns with the COVID-19 pandemic. Could an outbreak shut everything down and set us back months? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. But we're going to look forward, we're going to stay positive here, and we're going to hope that sports are back in due order and we're going to have college football this coming September, 99 days away for for BYU and Utah. Uh, Speaking of that 99 days away, we're going to continue on next with some more BYU football talk. Our player countdown series rolls on, starting off with number 99. And on this player countdown series, we have been... This year, going to be looking at the best players to have worn that number in BYU history. And that doesn't mean just BYU football. Uh, we will, if there's a basketball player who wore that number who was a standout, baseball player, etc., we will mix them in. But the majority of them probably will be football players in some of these higher numbers. But we'll talk about that, number 99, coming up here in just a second. Before we do that, though, I need to take a minute and tell you a little bit more about our good friends at Built Bar. Obviously, Built Bar right now, they are revolutionizing the world of energy bars and protein bars by making it fun and easy and actually delicious to eat those energy bars. Gone are the days of feeling like, hey, you know what? This bar is just a, it's a chore to eat it. You need a gallon of milk, it feels like, to wash it down. 
Protein bars are not that way, and they're not meant to be that way, and that's, that's what Built Bar is trying to do right now. All of their bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They have incredible flavor profiles. I talked about yesterday how they just launched some new flavor profiles, including peanut butter brownie, as well as um, the pineapple upside down cake. That is a flavor I am looking forward to trying. I just ordered a new box yesterday with that flavor in it. Can't wait till it gets to my doorstep, and I'm excited to try it out. The best part is, is that Built Bars, they are, all their bars are healthy. It's a great for the health-conscious guy or gal, regardless of where you're at on the health spectrum. If you're a husky gentleman like myself who needs to lose some weight, they can help you out with that. They also can help you maintain your weight if you're trying to pack on some muscle, get that shredded summer bod. Built Bar can help you guys out with it. It's a fantastic way to supplement your health profile and your health journey, regardless of where you're at, guys. Right now as well, go to BuiltBar.com. This week, for every box of bars you order, you get $5 off those bars. And additionally, if it's your first time ordering, use the promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com, and we'll save you another $10 off your first order. That's $15 off your first order. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, get $10 off your first order, and this week only on lo- with the Locked On Podcast Network, you get $5 off any box of bars you order from Built Bar. So a fantastic offer from our title sponsor here with Built Bar. Check them out, BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On. That's Built Bar, proud sponsor of Locked On Cougars and the entire Locked On Podcast Network. It is that time as we begin our player countdown series, getting ready for BYU football. 99 days away from today at Rice-Eccles Stadium, we are expecting BYU and Utah to kick off the season in grand fashion. We talked yesterday about the 100-day countdown, how BYU and Utah uh, played their 100th game in their rivalry history last year. It'll be the 101st meeting this year, and we are counting you down towards that. And we start off today with player number 99, athletes who wore the number 99 in a BYU uniform and these are football players our four finalists were all football players but four great players in their own right in BYU football history Uh, as we talked about this as I kind of decided okay how are we going to go about uh, looking at the greatest players what are we going to use to determine the greatest players well I figured we'd leave it to a fan vote in as part of it on our social media feed you can go to locked on cougars on Facebook Instagram and Twitter and follow along there updating you with information about the podcast as well as BYU sports. We wanted to leave it up to you guys and have your guys' voice heard on these votes. So with player number 99 this week, uh, it was a pretty easy one because our four finalists, uh, despite having four great players, there was one finalist I thought that stood head and shoulders above the rest of the field. And let's run down the finalists for you. We had Satema Nali, a former All-Mountain West Conference performer for BYU, a big part of the final years of... Lavelle Edwards' tenure, a great defensive lineman, went on uh, to spend time with the New England Patriots in the NFL, won a Super Bowl ring with the Patriots uh, before moving on. He's now actually a health coach and a life coach and does great things. The Reverend of the Revolution, as he calls himself, on the internet. He does a great job. Satema, a great guy to boot. He was an easy finalist for this. Riley Stevenson, uh, formerly the best probably punter in BYU history, not named Lee Johnson, who went on to a 20-year NFL career. Riley Stevenson uh, won, I believe, multiple All-American honors, uh, 
in 2012 in his senior season for BYU out of Pineview High School down there in St. George. Also is an all-independent team honoree as well as an honorable mention Mountain West Conference performer early on in his career before BYU went independent. I thought he was an easy selection. Of course, you don't rarely see a guy who's a punter or a kicker wearing the number 99, but Riley Stevenson was a selection in this as well. Then we have Maniah Brown, the former transfer defensive lineman from Nebraska, went on to collect 71 total tackles during his BYU career, six sacks, as well as five quarterback hits, spent time in the NFL after signing a free agent deal with the Washington Redskins. Maniah Brown was a great player, and I thought he was a guy who just stood out whenever he was on the field. A big body, 6'4", 313 pounds, a native of West Valley City in, here in Utah, and just a good player overall after transferring to BYU from the University of Nebraska. And then our final finalist of the 99s that we were talking about was Jason Buck. And as I expected, the fan vote with Jason Buck being the former Consensus All-American and Outland Trophy Award winner went on to win a Super Bowl title in the NFL with the Washington Redskins. A fantastic player and a great speaker. He's done a lot of media work in the years uh, since retiring from the NFL. He was an easy selection, I felt like, as our honoree at number 99. But uh, the fan vote reflected that as well. 82% of the votes in the final tally went to Jason Buck. Manaya Brown finishing in second place with 10% of the votes. Riley Stevenson with 5%. And Satema Nali with 3%. I will expect in coming days and weeks that we will have votes that will be closer than this. But when you have an Outland Trophy Award winner, a guy who went on to win a Super Bowl in the NFL, was a first-round draft pick, etc., it's kind of hard to pick against Jason Buck, and I think it's a great honor. Uh, I think Jason Buck's been a good representative of BYU, if not an outspoken one. And I know that a lot of people have been upset with some of his things he has said about BYU and his desire for BYU to get back into a conference, go back to the Mountain West, etc. But I don't think his comments are without merit. I think he wants what's best for BYU as a university, and he believes being part of a, of a conference is the best course of action for BYU. I will quibble with him on that because the financial situation for BYU as an independent versus being part of, let's say, the Mountain West or the American Athletic Conference, there's no question. You're better off as an independent keeping all of the money that you make in the current TV deal for BYU. They're making significantly more than they would in the Mountain West Conference. But I also understand where Jason Buck comes from, but I thought he was an easy selection as the greatest player to wear number 99 in a BYU uniform. When you're one of two guys at the university in the football program to have won the Outland Trophy, kind of hard to pick against you. But Jason Buck, our selection there. Currently, if you're probably wondering, if you, or if you might not be wondering, I'm going to tell you anyways, number 99 is currently worn by Zach Daw, and I expect Daw to have a bigger role this year. BYU is uh, kind of transitioning back into a four-man front full-time where last year it was a lot of three- and four-man fronts, and Daw was playing both on the interior and the outside for BYU. In three-man fronts, he would play that uh, so-called defensive end position. It's essentially a five-technique defensive tackle which is actually a good position for him with his size, 6'4", 270 pounds. But if BYU, if they continue to stick with this four-man front, I am interested to see where Zach Daw gets lined up for BYU. Is he going to be a defensive tackle for them, despite having a lot of depth to that position and him being a senior this coming year out of Pleasant Grove, Utah? I 
think that Da is best suited probably to play as a defensive end in the four-man alignment for BYU, but I would not expect him to be the pass rusher that BYU hopes for. I think they've pegged a lot of hopes on guys like Tyler Batty and being that player uh, when he gets onto the field for BYU this fall and going forward. Daw is more of the guy on, let's say, a first and second down. He comes in, sets the edge, and stops the run, etc. And on third down, you maybe bring in a pass rush specialist to play in his spot to get after the quarterback a little bit more. Could I be wrong in that assessment? And could Daw have worked on his game and surprised everybody with his pass rush skills? Absolutely. He's had sacks in his career. He's got three and a half in his career to this point. 38 total tackles in his career as well. Uh, 15, uh, sorry, 23 of them solo. So decent statistics overall for Daw, but I still think they can improve. And I think that a guy like Zach Daw, he's got a lot to prove as a senior this year for BYU. He's firmly going to be in the rotation for BYU in that two deep along the defensive line. I can assure you of that. But if he wants to live up to the billing of a guy like Jason Buck, needs to take another step in his evolution and prove I I can be an every-down defensive end for BYU. And we'll see what happens. I think this is going to be a fun year for a guy like Zach Daw. He's a senior. He'll be motivated. He wants to go out and make memories that will last him a lifetime. He's a guy who spent a lot of time around BYU, has struggled through multiple injuries, and I think that he's going to be a good representative of BYU this fall as a senior, and here's hoping that he has a senior year he's looking for. But looking at our 99-day countdown, I felt like the greatest player in a BYU uniform, this one was an easy one. Like I said, in coming days and weeks, the vote I think will be much closer. Uh, But Jason Buck, an easy selection as the greatest player in a BYU uniform to wear the number 99. We'll get to number 98 tomorrow, so make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can check out the show. Search out Locked On Cougars. You can follow us there, and you can weigh in with your votes, especially on Twitter. If you're on uh, Twitter active, you can tweet at us. Let us know your thoughts on this. Had a lot of you guys interacting with us. Uh, Nate Slack, who we had on as a fan Friday last week, was upset in the early part of the voting saying, how in the world is Riley Stevenson getting more run than Mania Brown? Uh, Brown ended up finishing in second, Nate, and I think that's kind of where we all expected it to play out. Whereas Jason Buck was the runaway favorite in this race. Mania Brown, a solid selection as the number two guy in this race as the greatest players to wear number 99 in a BYU uniform. All right, we will catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news here in just a minute. Before we do that, though, right now, guys, a lot of people have talked about the fact that the uh, donations, donating blood, donating your money, all the different things you can do right now. Well, there's a critical, urgent need for people to donate plasma. Our good friends at Talacris Plasma Resources are asking for you guys to stop by and donate your plasma. And you're probably wondering, okay, what do they do with this plasma? The plasma they collect goes into life-saving medications for people with low immune systems, as well as plasma therapy for burn victims, and additional research into usages of plasma, especially right now with the COVID-19 pandemic. Talacris and their parent company, Griffles, are actually on the forefront of looking into convalescent plasma and the antibodies in it to fight COVID-19. 
Obviously, we're all hoping for a vaccine or a cure or something to treat the COVID-19 virus to protect all of us. Well, guess what? You have an opportunity to be on the forefront of helping that out by donating your plasma right now at Talacris Plasma Resources. They're located in Provo, 651 Columbia Lane, right across the street of Columbia Lane from the Deseret Industries Thrift Store, uh, right next door to uh, Sweets Hawaiian Grill, one of my favorite places to eat in Provo. They're right there, real easy to find. If you want to learn more about them or want to ask them some questions, give them a call, 801-377-1243. They'd be happy to help you guys out. And when you do call, let them know that Locked On Cougar sent you, and they'll be happy to help you out in that regard as well. The bigger thing about this right now is, as well is that uh, Talacris is paying you for your plasma donations. And in essence, the more you donate each month, the more money you make. A new donor to Talacris Plasma Resources can make up to $525. You're Hear me right, $525 in your first month of donations with up to 10 donations in that month. Returning uh, donors can earn up to $475 a month. So some significant money could be coming your way, especially if you're in the need of it right now. I'm a former donor at Talacris and it's some of its partner companies. I was a student at BYU and it's a critical, urgent need right now for people to donate their plasma. So check it out, guys. That's Talacris Plasma Resources, 651 Columbia Lane Provo. Their phone number 801-377-1243. Consider taking some time to donate your plasma with Talacris Plasma Resources, a proud partner with us here on Locked on Cougars. As we close out this Wednesday hump day edition of the show, wanted to run down some of the BYU sports news we haven't touched on yet this week. So first off, let's get a big congratulations to men's tennis player Sean Hill. He was named the ITA Mountain Region Senior Player of the Year for BYU men's tennis. He's a senior from Berkeley, California. He was the singles champion of the ITA National Fall Championships and was named to the West Coast Conference All Preseason Team for the second straight season. Obviously, the spring tennis season was cut short uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But regardless, a big congratulations to Sean Hill. That's a big honor to be the player of the year in your region in tennis. And best of luck to him in whatever comes next, whether he decides to come back to BYU to finish out his senior year or if he decides to chase the professional uh, ranks as a player. Also, big congratulations to a number of BYU track and field athletes. They were named... uh, by the U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association. You know it as the USTF CCCA. You might know that. I, I think I, I think it's funny to play around with that moniker. But they named 11 BYU track and field athletes earned indoor All-American honors for the 2020 season. On the women's side of things, Whitney Orton in the 3,000 meters, as well as Elise Romney, the wife of BYU quarterback Baylor Romney, who was profiled excellently by Jay Drew in the Deseret News earlier this week, were honored as individual All-Americans. So Whitney Orton in the 3,000 meters, Elise Romney in the pole vault. Then Anna Camp Bennett, Elena Ellsworth, and Lauren Ellsworth-Barnes with Orton earned honors in the distance medley relay. So congratulations to all those women's athletes. On the men's side of things, Talem Franco in the mile, Jacob Heslington in the 5,000 meters, and Zach McWhorter in the pole vault earned All-American honors in their respective individual events. Franco teamed up with Michael Bluth, Matt Owens, and Colton Yardley to earn All-American honors in the distance medley relay in their own right on the men's side of things. So a big congratulations to all of those men's and women's track and field athletes on those All-American honors. A number of them had their outdoor seasons cut short due to the COVID-19 pandemic. 
it's affected everybody. I think everybody listening to this podcast can think of a way that this pandemic has affected them, but these student athletes, especially when you're season, you're in the middle of it and you're really looking forward to getting outdoor on the track and seeing what you can do in the outdoor events. And all of a sudden it's just cut short. That's tough to do. So I think a number of these athletes will be coming back to play for BYU, to compete for BYU next year, uh, thanks to the NCAA allowing those spring athletes to come back for their senior seasons if they have not finished their eligibility out the way they wanted to. We'll see how many of them decide to come back and how many of the, them of the seniors I'm speaking of decide to chase uh, the professional ranks. But Regardless, a big congratulations to all of those student-athletes. I think it's a fantastic honor for all of them. Uh, Sean Hill, as well as, the, as well as the 11 track and field athletes, on those honors that they received earlier this week and late last week. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. A big thank you to all of you for your continued support of the show. It is a ton of fun to be with you each and every day, so make sure to follow along whichever podcast provider you're listening to us on, and make sure you tune in every day so you never miss an episode, especially in the coming days and weeks these player countdown series you want to find out who the best player in a BYU uniform wearing that respective number as we count you down to BYU and Utah kicking off the football season well you're going to want to want to tune in every day so you can hear that and I hope you guys will do just that follow the show like I said on social media search out locked on cougars my personal twitter feed is at jacob c hatch and you can feel free to drop the show a note anytime via email locked on byu at gmail.com is the email address if you'd like to weigh in that that way. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. It's been a blast to be with you guys today. A reminder that we've been brought to you today by our good friends at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Save yourself $10 off your first order. A fantastic way to save yourself some money and also help yourself along your health journey. Uh, have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with you guys soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for May 27th, 2020. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.